This is the Very Finnish Problems podcast with Joel Willens. Find us at facebook.com slash veryfinnishproblems. For links to some of the things we discuss on the show and to learn how you can get new episodes directly to your smartphone, please visit veryfinnishproblems.com. <laughs> Imagine what it's like being me in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Don't tell me I can't do a... Hey, we'll get about, we'll get about three, first, three, four thousand views from this. TikTok. Okay, are we ready? Yes. Recording, are we? Yeah, yeah. Here we are. Hello, everyone. Podcast number eight. Your host, Joel Willans. Uh, the author of Very Fish Problems are 101... No. 101 Very Foolish Problems, The Foreigner's Guide to Helsinki. No, not even Helsinki. I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm just distracted because we're cruising. We're cruising in a car for podcast number eight. Here I am. We've always been hit by a tram. <laughs> not a good start. Here I am with our producer, Thomas. Say it loud and proud. Hello. Yeah, name because I always get it wrong. Yes, I'm Thomas Nyberg. I Thank produce you. this thing. Thank you. And our special guest, chauffeuring us, and it probably sounds like we're not in a car, but we're an electric car. That's how futuristic we are. Is Antti Gorpelainen. Was that right? Yeah, that's exactly correct. How, how did I do? Yeah, very good. Good. And he's currently cruising. We're cruising through Ullenlina in a, yeah, an electric car. Yeah. Uh, and the reason we're doing that, the reason we're doing our outside broadcast is because this week, the problem we're going to discuss is number 39 from 101 Very Fish Problems, available from all good bookshops. When you drive for 14 hours and all you see is forest. Now, Auntie Pratchy would like to tell us a little bit, uh, our listeners, a little bit about what you do and why this is. Look at you reclining. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not taking it so easy. Just cruising. Cruising for yeah. an electric car. What, yeah. A little yeah. bit about so, what you do. So I, I work as a marketing manager at a company called Virta. Uh, so basically we provide different kind of EV charging services, both in Finland and, and also around Europe. And that's that's kind of why we are experts in with electric vehicles. And, and this is very related to the, to the topic of... Oh, of oh the- I mind the fan. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke can't believe that you are speaking whilst cruising. Look, yeah. that's... Too- <laughs> yeah, we all, almost got caught by the police. Almost got caught. So yeah, so basically we we work with EVs and, and and it's something that's really really getting traction around Europe and around the world and then also in Finland right now. There's there's a lot of buzz around electric vehicles. So have you ever driven 14 hours in Lapland? Unfortunately, and it was horrible. I mean, yeah. I, I I'm never never gonna do it again. Um, but I mean, well, I've been thinking about doing it with an electric vehicle just for the sake of it because people say that you. Can can't drive an electric vehicle to Lapland, but um, I mean, there are a lot of people who've done it, and I, I'm thinking about doing it again as an experiment, but otherwise, I mean, I hate it. So when you say, uh, a lot of people say you can't drive, mm. to, I mean, I'd happily cruise to Lapland in the car we're in now, which is is, is a dream, actually. Uh, and interestingly, for anyone who's never been in an electric car, there's no gear stick. Yeah. There's no gear stick, is it? So it's literally like driving in one of those bumper cars in a fairground <laughs> around yeah, ride. So Hopefully like, we won't be crashing. <laughs> no. Um, so people say it's not possible. And why is that? Because they're scared. I mean, what's the sort of... I know nothing about electric cars. So is that because they're scared they won't reach Lapland without... And there's nowhere to charge? Or what, what's, yeah, the, what's well, the deal? It's kind of a very, very good example of a kind of a very well-known uh, phenomenon called the range anxiety. Uh-huh. So you get this... like an, You get anxious about not getting to where you want to go because like uh, cars are typically kind of connected to this feeling of freedom where uh-huh. you, ha- you have this freedom, freedom to go anywhere. And then, then people 
people when they think about EVs, they they understand that okay, they have a battery and the battery needs to be recharged every now and then, and then they are they get this feeling that okay, I can't get to my destination. Um, And then secondly, people don't understand that there is already charging infrastructure out there and, and it's possible to get to Lapland if you plan your route properly. So actually the charging network is pretty, pretty good like in the southern parts of Finland. But uh, when you go up north, for example, north to, from Jyväskylä, you need to start planning. But it's it's not a problem. I mean, you just need to stop to charge every now and then. But I mean, I need to at least pee every now and then and, and eat every now and then. I'm not, I'm not gonna when I go to Lapland for 14 hours, I'm not gonna go like... Uh, like without stops <laughs> only a, well you might try to do that but then you would go insane I yeah. think one thing that struck me when I did my 14 was was the fact that it just felt like a slowly I was going mad and the, the and, and stopping I think we actually stopped overnight in a place just to just to re refresh the brain and um, and not to not to feel like it's just a, a bizarre non-stop drive through never-changing scenery so what about uh, when you say um When you say that it's possible that you have to plan, hmm. what, I mean, would it be, I mean, of course, most people aren't driving 14 mm, yeah. hours to Lapland, but in the south of, of, of Finland, mm. what is it, is it, I mean, is it practically the same as having a normal car in terms of like... Well, it, uh, like the major thing is how you f how you fill up. So uh -huh. when you when you have a gasoline car, uh, you have to fill it up every now and then. And to fill up your car, you need to go to a separate place that we call gas stations, and then you stay there for a couple of minutes, and uh -huh. then you're good to go. Whereas with electric vehicles, you can charge them anywhere uh, because well, we have electricity pretty pretty much everywhere we live now, and then you you can fill it up anywhere. But the thing is that it takes more time. So that's kind of the major difference. But I mean, if you if you're able to fill up your car, like charge your car at home or at work, it's not a problem to to for most people. I mean, there's a joke in in the states that uh, the electric vehicle isn't isn't good for like it's, it's it doesn't suit everyone. It only suits the ninety five like ninety percent of the people. <laughs> <laughs> so like Finns typically on a daily basis drive an average of thirty kilometers. Uh -huh. And then, like any electric vehicle, can drive uh, over 100 kilometers per like full charge. Right. Okay. So it's not not a major issue. And so, why is it then in Finland, in comparison to places like Norway, mm. which is considered to be like the mecca of electric cars? Apparently, why mm. is it that Finland is sort of lagging behind, despite our apparent green credentials and mm. ranking highly? What 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 are the elements there? Oh well, like. The Typical two um, things that are slowing down EV EV adoption are the price of the cars. Uh, I mean, like typical and typical EV costs like uh, like fifteen thousand euros more than the kind of comparison car with a petrol engine. Uh -huh. That's the major problem, at least for now. And the second thing is the lack of proper public charging networks. Because of range anxiety, you need to have a pub public charging network. And the thing that happened in Norway, uh, certain people started lobbying for EVs like decades ago in the 90s. And then slowly and, and surely the government started subsidizing EVs and subsidizing uh, charging infrastructure. And, and then slowly they, they, like on both sides, things progressed because it's a chicken and egg problem with the charging network uh -huh. and the cars and and this this didn't happen in Finland I mean no one was lobbying it um, big companies big oil companies were lobbying biofuels as a as a, yeah. as a way to get I think Thomas uh, knows he's got yeah. something to say about biofuels isn't he Thomas oh well it's horseshit obviously <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean it's I mean biofuels make sense but but there there was 
there's been kind of a de- debate going on whether we should have biofuels or electric vehicles. I mean, you can have both. Yeah. But then, because there's kind of a war between them, then then there was not not enough like sufficient support for EVs for now. I mean, things are starting to change, and the Finnish government is also working with a lot of different kind of incentives uh-huh. for people to get an EV. But things are changing. But I mean, overall in Finland, it's the same thing, and in other countries, the lack of charging infrastructure and the lack of I mean, the, this high, relatively high price tag. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, is that likely to change anytime soon? Well, uh, EV prices are coming down. Of course, you have this governmental support, like uh, the Finnish government is also already also uh, introducing a kind of a subsidy for electric vehicles. So if you buy an electric vehicle, you get something from the government, some couple of thousand of euros. That's one thing that's going to happen in the very short term. But in the long term, in the next five years, I uh, think uh, things are progressing. Uh, all the major car manufacturers are, are working on their own electric vehicles, which means that uh, economies of scale are going to kick in uh-huh. at some point and then the price is going to come down. That's at least the kind of the typical thing that happens. And the second thing is that the battery technology is, is de- developing quite fast and the price of batteries is coming down. And the batteries are the main component bringing up the EV price currently. So uh, hold on a minute. Mm. Uh, with the battery, uh, battery technology is the bottleneck at the moment yes. for, for car adoption. And will we see like big improvements in lithium-ion uh, technology or will there be something else within the foreseeable future? I mean, there are competing technologies, and then a lot of, especially small players, are are claiming that they have the next breakthrough thing that's gonna revolutionize everything. But for now, it seems that we are gonna rely on lithium-ion batteries, and then that because a lot of companies are investing in them, especially manufacturing-wise, the price is gonna come down because we get larger scale then price comes down price comes down so that's that's the thing that's happening in the near future on the long term there might be some other technologies but hey what about the winter people are always like anxious <laughs> about batteries and winter yeah. we're anxious about a lot of things in the winter aren't we so yes. yeah car digging your car out of the snow and cars so, so, no but i mean people are like uh, obsessed about like lithium ion batteries and the finnish yeah. winter is there a problem for electric cars well it's it's not kind of a problem for the batteries itself because um, in most cases you have your car when when you're not using it it's going to be plugged or mm-hmm. hopefully it's going to be plugged yeah. when it's plugged you can keep the batteries actually warm yeah. so that's not going to be a problem but the problem is you have this with uh, petrol engine cars as well um, when you when the air gets colder mm-hmm. it gets thicker And when it gets thicker, you have more air resistance. So, so you need to use more energy to move. Yeah. And because of this, uh, the range of an electric vehicle comes down uh, even 30% percent oh. when it's really cold. But you you have to just admit that it's the, like like cold weather affects range. Well, I mean, cold weather, Finnish winter mm. basically affects all forms yeah. of transportation, doesn't it? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you use more petrol as well. I mean, you just mm. don't really think about it because you you don't you have more. I mean, the range is bigger. Well, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? In some ways, you think. Like, I mean, if you if electric cars can work in Finland mm. and an electric car network, they can work anywhere. Yeah, and I mean, because you, know I mean? like, you could argue it's like one of the toughest sort of environments in terms of like well, the winter, where you mm. know I'm regularly digging my car out, this, or even losing my car. In fact, mm. that's another problem in the world, <laughs> where you lose your car. Yeah. So I mean, and even when I lived in the countryside, I used to have my car plugged in, which was a weird scenario for me. So. I mean, yeah, people actually are in Finland in some ways. Mm. They're used to plugging their cars in. Yeah, that's actually very true. So it's it's some, not something new for us. 
Um, but then again, with the conditions, I mean, Norway has like 150,000 electric vehicles currently. Uh-huh. And then I heard that it's pretty cold there as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, but I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, but. yeah, I think it is a bit chilly. And, 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 and I mean, Norwegian people also have this kind of mucky culture, the cottage culture, yeah, yeah, that yeah. they also drive long distances to their cottages. That's a good point. And I mean, they've clearly overcome, I mean, I'm sure their cottages are vast, sort of fur-lined mansions. <laughs> <laughs> in the mountains. In the, in the mountains. Yeah. Okay, so, so I have a question about the charging networks. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're uh, you're in charge of charging networks, <laughs> obviously. Beautifully but done. <laughs> no, no. So, what's your like model for getting this to spread? Do you have like uh, do you have a like franchising like model, or what's the what's the deal? Yeah. So, uh, in Finland, we are actually the operator of the biggest public charging network. Um, so it's called Virta, and then our model is we have we have an open model. So we believe that no one company can do this shift alone or support the shift alone. So so we provide services so that anyone, even even you guys, could start offering public charging. Even us. So, mm. so okay. easy easy packages that includes everything you need uh, from the actual charging infrastructure, the devices, to access management if you want to restrict usage to some people, for example, in housing cooperatives like Taloyhtiöt, or and also automatic payments, which might, with a lot of people, it, it's a big pain. Because the transactions are going to be small, uh, electricity is pretty cheap, so you don't want to start collecting like two euros from from one charging event. So the payments is a big thing. So we we provide services to anyone. So anyone can just call us and say, hey, we want to start supporting EVs. Uh, can you hook us up? And then we hmm. do our magic. Well, cool. I mean, that sounds yeah. tempting, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how foolproof is it? Because I mean, you know, if if we could operate it. Then probably anyone on the, anyone on the planet. Yeah. I mean, literally, you come in, you install it, and then people mm. come and start charging our office. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. I mean, really? uh, we have twenty four seven customer support. So uh-huh. if if the actual the EV driver has a problem, or if you have a problem, you can always call them, and they know what to do. Yeah, unlike printers, there are no ink, <laughs> ink cartridges. Fantastic. Yeah, so that so I mean, wouldn't mean I wouldn't be calling Thomas at three o'clock in the morning to come and come and fix our station. Uh, well, yeah, no, none of that. Yeah, I mean. You have to admit that, of course, initially now there are problems. We're, of course, working a lot like to solve them to make the system re- reliable as possible. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it's we're really in the very early stages of this development. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we, I mean, you could compare it to personal computers in the 80s mm-hmm. or, or internet in the 90s or anything. Like uh, people are a bit skeptical. Oh, oh is this internet going to be a thing? And, and then people are realized that okay, in in 15 years it's going to be a big thing and mm. is that uh, is that in Finland because Any, presumably anywhere, Norway everywhere. everyone's totally converted aren't they yeah, yeah well Norway is a very big exception so well just kind but of Japan kind of, as well isn't it Japan, <laughs> Japan, Japan and, and, and actually China is the biggest market oh right oh right yeah but I mean in Norway where every third new car is electric uh-huh. it's a very big different thing but in other other places this kind of small thing So it's gaining traction. But interesting, actually, China is the biggest market. So they, it's double uh, compared to Europe, for example. No way. And is that merely because of the amount of Chinese people? Or is it because they are fully throwing themselves enthusiastically into the whole? Uh, it's because of the government being able to uh, <coughs> implement new policies quickly. Right, okay. <laughs> doing what it wants. Yeah, <laughs> what and it they, wants. They, yeah, and they, they also have an air quality problem in quite yes, many parts. they have their own problems. Yeah, they have. That's and a good point. I yeah. mean, they and the Chinese government sees a lot of opportunities in this 
new clean technologies. Uh-huh. The same thing is happening with solar power and with the electric vehicles. So they see an opportunity here to to build build big companies and build big big businesses and make money basically. Yeah, yeah. And the Chinese are very yeah. good and at that. I mean, they really into do, making cash. Do you know uh, Do you know the car company called BYD? No. Okay, they sold 100,000 electric vehicles last year. No way. Yeah. And no one's heard of it. Yeah, they're Chinese manufacturers, so it's it's kind of a different world out there. Hmm. So, and and prediction. So you're saying people are thinking it's going to kick off in 15 years. I mean, how... Well, we think it's going to happen sooner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Your prediction, how quickly before, you know... Um, I think the thirty percent of cars yeah. So, so actually, a good benchmark is the Finnish government's goal to have two hundred fifty thousand electric vehicles on the roads of Finland in by twenty thirty, uh-huh. and this would mean that every every uh, like ten percent of the cars would it's be two electric. Two and a half million cars it's, in Finland. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's it's so even one even for if, every two it, people. Even come if on, it's, people, <laughs> take some, take the bus. Come on, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So is so, that particularly <laughs> high? Is that normal? Well, Joel, you can't take the Bus if, the, if there is no bus, yeah. this is you know? true. There is no bus yeah. to your mucky. In, in yeah. Finland, there's a well. You, you, public transportation is Jokolik and they Finnish. Jokolik. Joko means like group, and and Liikenne means traffic. So, but there's the all. Of course, you can't have Jokolik and without Joko. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. need people. Yeah, you need people. <laughs> right, yeah. so the fact that Finland's a vast country with no one living yeah, in it. Yeah, I think it's an exception. Yeah, yeah, it means that uh, there's no public transport. Are they saying yeah. that? I always think well, there public is public transport, transport but you can't really, yeah. Well, it's insanely expensive. It's but, good I mean, Helsinki. Yeah, and it's like, it's, I mean, Helsinki's good. And I mean, the trains are very, very timely, mm. but I mean, of course they're really expensive. Um, but yeah, what, what was my... Well, regarding EVs, EV adoption in Finland, I mean, um, even though people are concerned about the climate and people have green values, the main thing that drives people is money. Yeah, so yeah. so actually with EVs, uh, the operating expenses are very, very much lower than compared to petrol cars. Uh, electricity is pretty cheap. Um, there's not a lot of moving parts in an electric vehicle, so it's so the actual it, engine. I mean, yeah. I know nothing about engines, yeah. so but if I open the bonnet of it's, this fine car, there's, actually well, there's nothing down there. It's called it's called it's called a frunk. It's called a frunk frunk. Huh? Uh, uh, front oh, trunk. trunk. Oh, right, brilliant. That's a good one. There's golf clubs in there. Frunk. <laughs> I think it's a bit smaller. <laughs> when uh, I was a kid, the, my, my yeah. uh, father had a, uh, a Volkswagen Beetle and that also had a frunk. Nice. Yeah, the engine was in the back. Oh, yeah. 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 But there's nothing in there. There's nothing. So, no. what, where, I mean, so there's nothing in the front and there's nothing in the back. It's, it's I mean, the motor is the size of a melon. Basically, no and there's only one thing moving That's there. That's crazy, mm. isn't it? What the yeah. fuck? Okay, like so th- but one of the things people always like to point out car, about right? electric cars is that uh, there are still emissions uh, yeah. because I mean there are the batteries are a sort of a pain in the ass to produce and mm. and on and all of that. But I mean, as someone who just until very recently lived next to Hamantia here in Helsinki, oh, yeah. I I mean just the lack of local emissions that's sort of a big deal because mm. you can put the you can produce electric electricity somewhere else and. And apparently, uh, over time, uh, the net energy consumption of producing the batteries, uh, it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if you want to save the world, you should move to the forest and not consume anything. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah. if you're gonna have a car, please use an electric vehicle. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then again, it's a, it's a kind of a big, big thing that is gonna happen. So first of all, we are gonna move to zero emission uh, energy production, and that's something. For example, the European energy utilities have have said that they will move towards. Uh, by 2050, they're going to have like no emissions in their electric production. That's what, their how, goal. What, by using like solar and wind? Solar, and wind, hydro, uh-huh. anything. 
that's that's one thing that's gonna happen. And of course, right now there's coal and and other things. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing that that then uh, the vehicles themselves need to be electric and and have zero emissions in the traffic. So then with those, we're going to have much less emissions. But like, like you said, I mean, producing a car, uh, there's a lot of emissions. And then there's more emissions when producing an electric vehicle compared to a petrol engine car. Okay, so they, they, the emissions are more when you produce the car, but yes. then they're spread out over the lifespan of the car. Yeah, so it's, yeah. I mean, it's cleaner. Like, yeah. if it's so like is that an argument that people, because they're, as you were pointing out, and uh, there's some powerful lobbies against electric vehicles. Mm. And is that one of the arguments they make? That, yes. Uh, oh, well, yeah, but the, the electric vehicles are... So that's, yeah. And that's a, that's a flawed argument, is it? Well, I mean, it's, it has some it, validity. of course, if, if it... The thing is that if you talk about the total emissions during the whole lifespan of a car, then you need to take the production into account. Yeah, yeah. But but when like there are a lot of news articles where they take the production of an electric vehicle into account, but suddenly they don't take it to, like, like the production of the uh, internal combustion engine car. Oh right, so they, they take so, okay, so they compare yeah. the apples with pears, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, okay. so I mean, it's, it's something you have to be aware of that consuming anything typically creates some emissions yeah, at some yeah, point. But I'm still, I mean, I'm still amazed by the idea that the car, this car, which is pretty, spe- I mean, I've got a crappy little car, so this is, any car's better than mine. This, <laughs> this is pretty, it's like a bit like a Batman car, isn't it? It's pretty big and, and cruising and, no. and it's only powered by a melon. <laughs> yeah, a melon, four so, melons. Four melons or one melon. Uh, actually, I'm not going to answer that because I don't remember <laughs> which model is, this is exactly. Where the uh, They're close to the like they're somewhere there. Right, so down here. Yeah. Another, I have to admit I'm not a technician. So, so it's, it's, it's uh, one for each wheel, I guess. Oh, you got a melon per wheel? Yeah. Uh, or, well, let's what is, not talk about this. Okay. So basically we're in a Tesla Model S, which is, of course, the kind of the flagship electric vehicle. Yeah. And it's it, it costs a lot. I mean, it's not for the average Joe. Joe. But I mean, so and you have to understand that there are cheaper options, which are of course at, for at this moment there they are more expensive than the comparison. Okay, so the car. melon thing is mm. that uh, it's, uh, the melon is if you have a cheaper version, mm. it, I mean, it doesn't really make any difference the size of the <laughs> melon, does it? But just for my own uh, benefit, so yeah. the, a cheaper car has a bigger melon. Uh, or no. more, uh, well, they're always going to have smaller. All electric cars have small engines. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, and all electric car, and all electric cars have no gear sticks at all, which is a no. big because yeah, because yeah, it's just like, like how you make an electric vehicle go faster is to kind of rotate the motor faster. Right. Okay. The so it's an in, induction. Yeah, it's an yeah. induction motor. So you basically use use alternating currents to to move the. Man, motor. this must be so. And what about do you actually if you pass your test in a electric? Car, <laughs> do you? Are you? I you don't t- know if that's possible. I mean, people are probably not going to get driver's license in like 15, 20 years. I mean, this th- these cars are going to drive cars. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But this but, is but, crazy. Yeah. And it's like yeah, there's total lack of gear stick, local <laughs> space, and it must be really. Really, really easy. Even Thomas, even you could drive <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't have a car. I don't have a license, and I don't okay, want well, a license either. <laughs> because I, mainly because I don't want the responsibility of driving a car. That's mm. yeah, I, I don't have the best attention span in the world, and I, I yeah, I, I, mean, I, I just get in a car. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've yes, well, well then you would get in a car. Joel right? has driven me, and that's not always a fan. Fantastic experience. <laughs> That's because we're always late. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not but, totally a fan with the mm. derivation of Finnish road signs, so often I go. Speaking different. of late. Oh, speaking of late, yeah, we need to cruise now, don't we? Yeah, we, we, we kind of do. Are you do. able to carry on? Or do yes, you definitely. 
Yeah. Not the problem. Okay, we've just been, we've been sitting, uh, look at that, we're off, everyone. <laughs> you probably off. don't realise we're off because the silence is so, we're, yeah. we're now back, yeah. we've been crew, we're now. Actually, one one Finnish problem related to electric vehicles is that, of, of, okay, you don't have any noise from the engine, but you have the sound of from the tyres, so because the asphalt is so so rough. That's that interesting. That we'll, yeah. we'll see how Adobe Audition takes care of this. Take that, Adobe Audition. That's a, a Finnish thing, that uh, you, have, you still have noise. What on earth are they doing to Cafe I know one of the popular cafes with like locals and tourists like let's build a massive hole next to it <laughs> with loads of cranes and trucks and piping yeah great work anyway But, I, mean, um, I mean one thing actually about the pricing of electric vehicles is that even though okay we're now cruising in a very very kind of luxury model electric yeah. vehicle and feeling good about it too, <laughs> yeah but the thing is that that there are a lot of estimates that that EVs are going to be like reach uh, price parity with uh, right, petrol okay. engine cars in the next five years yeah, or yeah, five yeah. to seven years so when when people understand that okay The, the, when the purchase par- price of an electric vehicle is lower or at, at the same level as a petrol engine cars, then they understand that the operating expenses, meaning uh, the, the electricity and the maintenance costs, they're going to be lower than a petrol with a petrol engine car. Then people are st- going to start adopting electric vehicles much Absolutely. faster. Yeah, and I think uh, for me, what's sold it is the melon and the lack of gear <laughs> stick. <laughs> so I mean, I can totally see how, how it would be would be uh, worth definitely worth considering, and. Um, Yeah, and the wheels, I mean, there's a little bit of a gentle hum, isn't there? But you talk mm. about the rough asphalt. That's a, yeah, is yeah. that a, a, a typically finished thing? Though? Yeah, I mean, it's a northern thing. I mean, when you have well, winter... Well, because of snow and yes, stuff, because it's screwed. It, so you have to have yeah. a more hardy road. Otherwise, the road dies in winter. Yeah, and it, it I mean, it's when, when it gets cold and then you get you get the ice, I, I think it affects the, the asphalt. So what about the driving experience? I mean, mm. I've, I've never it's driven. Much better, is it? It's just like I mean, I, I mean, even with a cheaper electric car, they they accelerate much faster than any petrol engine car. So that's sort of counterintuitive yeah. as well. You'd imagine electric because the only real experience I have electric vehicles in my is I once went in a cab in one in London, and also when I was a kid, they had. We used to have milkmen <laughs> who would deliver milk in a little electric cart, and they were always very slow. <laughs> and then you have co- golf carts and exactly. that kind of for stuff. For obvious so, reasons, the vehicles yeah, that are generally electric are slow for, because that's the purpose of them. Actually, in the initial de- development in any market, people that's that's what's going to happen. Like people are not going to be interested in electric vehicles because they think they're shit. Yeah. But the, so when people typically when they they drive their first electric vehicle, they get really amazed when they understand that they. They are fast and they are good. And, and actually, they, just demonstrate there as you zip down in front of a large sisal lorry. Yeah, no, no problem. No I mean, problem. Take that sisal lorry. Eat our dirt. Eat our electric dirt. Sisal <laughs> lorry. And actually, I, I, I think I think Tesla Model S, like the newest models, are are the fastest production cars on market. No way. Yeah, the fastest cars. Yes. Wow. So it's not just the acceleration, but it's just like the actual. You can go really fast as well. Uh. It's more about the acceleration, right? Okay, that's crazy, actually. Yeah, it's like you would never, yeah, never, but, never but expect. It's it's the same with like, for example, Nissan Leaf, which is the most popular electric vehicle uh-huh. actually on the market. Um, they, it also accelerates very fast, and it's fun because it's a small car and it's kind of a kind of it. It looks a bit innocent, innocent. So it's, oh, right, it's so you, people are not expecting. Yeah, they're not expecting it to be fast, but the way, when you like accelerate from the red light, then. 
Well, I'm honest. not one to blow my own trumpet, but my <laughs> Kia Seed, which looks very innocent, is actually a bit of a beast when it comes to acceleration on the red line. Often I roar off uh, at a red line with a little bit of a wheel spin. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's something that, yeah, probably people, what does it look like, a Nissan? Even the name is quite sort of, yeah, it's quite it's, innocent it, sounding, It looks like it? an electric vehicle. I mean, right, so it's, is it like pod-like? <laughs> it, it looks a bit funny or uh-huh. weird especially from the from the front mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of hard to explain but the thing is that most electric vehicles look like they are electric vehicles right okay. and, and uh, my my assumption is that when like, the marketing people in this company think that okay people who are gonna now in this very early phase buy an electric well, vehicle they want, yes they really want to show everyone that oh, okay I'm, I'm a good good person and yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. a good thing I mean I, I love driving in an electric vehicle I mean it makes me feel good yeah well, this is cool looking though, isn't it? I mean, this is like a lady puller, isn't it? I yeah. mean, this is not like a pod car. <laughs> this is like firing ladies off a big stick car. Yeah. So I can see why you'd be happy to cruise, <laughs> cruise around in this. But aren't electric cars also, I mean, you have the possibility of making interesting decisions with like crash safety because you don't have a big like motor in the front that's going to yeah. like, crash you. Uh, and stuff like that. What do you mean? Yeah, so if you crash, your, your, you haven't got an engine that's going to go steaming through your chest? or Yeah, basically, to my and, understanding. And all, uh, yeah, and one, one thing that's also bringing safety is that the batteries are located in, in the in the bottom, huh? and they are very it's heavy. It's exploding, is there? <laughs> you don't explode no, they're not. Fully flame of petrol. But they are, but they are, they are like they are very heavy, so you don't flip over that easily. Oh, really? They're heavy. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So they're faster. They're cleaner. They get more ladies, if all men, if you're a lady driver. See, Thomas, take it uh, into account. Not all men. Not all men. Not all... No, I'm getting... Yeah, yeah. Never, never mind. You get love. love. You get love, exactly. Yeah. Regardless of your, your uh, gender, you get love. Uh, you don't... Your crashes are uh, less flamey and <laughs> spectacular. And you don't tip over. Yeah. Yes. And they're a bit, bit more expensive right now, but it's going to change in a yeah. couple of years. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm sort of I'm sold. What about you, Thomas? Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to drive me. I mean, that's a, and I also I also don't drive. want you want your show. Yo, here's the thing. Vehicle. Here's the thing. I don't want to own a car. I don't want to you know be out in the cold wind changing tires. You know, I every mid season. And I, 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 I basically that, I, I want all this to go away. And I, I just want to you know pay for a car to show up when I need one. That is a great idea as well. I mean, one thing I can't... St- I mean, I'm crap when it comes to any form of electronics, mm. engines, any of that. And one thing I can't stand is changing winter tyres and all that bollocks, basically. So, yeah, but I presume that's there's, there's no there's no easy way out of that with no, electric cars. I mean, I mean, I mean ho- hopefully in 10 years we're going to have autonomous cars. And we're we going to have flying just, cars. Uh, we're we're going to have flying autonomous cars that's going to pick us up when we want. Cars, and which we can be, we can be totally drunk. And <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Cool. Oh, here comes the sizzle, man. He's not happy one little bit about our electric (laughs) dust that we made him eat. Look at him roaring past us. Impossibly one of the dirtiest vehicles we've seen all day. Most likely. Yeah. No, messing around. Yeah, well, this is like being a cool insight into the wonderful world of electric vehicles and uh, and how how Finland is, uh, how Finland's ranking. Um, Yeah, well, we're, we're, Kind of, we're in a good place, but we have to admit that we're a developing country when it comes to electric vehicles. It's so strange, isn't yeah. it? Cause you really wouldn't expect that. I mean, particularly based upon like sort of green credentials. I know in some ways that in terms of like um, you know environmental 
lifestyle. Uh. It actually wouldn't make sense for anyone to live in Finland. Apparently, I read somewhere <laughs> that it's like it's just just not unless, of course, as you point out. People lived as they did a hundred years ago, where they lived yeah. in cabins and ate dried fish. All the time. Well, for all we know, Southern Europe might turn into a desert in the yeah, next thirty years. So, so, so how does that, might be. So you know, you'd be more balmy and uh, what? what well, it'd probably be win- windy as hell, but it's probably not going it's, to be a desert. Yeah. Well, this is true, but that, so you, I mean. But in terms of like um, green lifestyle, it just seems to be a bit of a surprise. I didn't, I mean, Finland's very good at sort of portraying itself as like a. Yeah, we'll just we'll gl- just have to like start growing our food in big in big tanks of, of like <laughs> micro protein or something. Perfect! What a wonderful what a wonderful picture of the future we're painting. Yes. Flying, well, on that flying note, flying autonomous cars. On that note, Joel, we should start to wrap. We up. We have to wrap up because yeah. we're, we're we're cruising at speed now. You probably won't. Listeners won't understand that because it's so quiet. We're cruising at speed now. We have another point. But thank you very much for our first outdoor broadcast. It's been a pleasure Thanks to learn more about it. And, uh, road trip. Yay. Yeah, road trip. <laughs> road trip. And we survived. Yeah. So thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you, Auntie, for cruising, having us cruise around town. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you, Thomas, oh, yeah, for so, packing uh, all the wires into the back of the car. Yeah. And uh, we hope you'll tune in for our next scintillating episode. Who knows? It could be a helicopter. Mm. It could be a boat. Who that knows? will require some very advanced noise cancelling technology <laughs> and we can't afford a, a, we can't afford to pay Bose that much money that's very true but we'll, we'll think of something uh, but in the meantime have a fantastic rest of the week and thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you and he, we won't see you but we'll hopefully you'll hear us in our next next episode goodbye All right. thanks boy, bye boy, thanks bye get us this was the eighth episode of the very finished problems podcast Please send any feedback to verifinishproblems at inktank.fi. This program is published by Inktank Media and produced by Thomas Nyberg. Inktank Media is a digital marketing and communications agency which specializes in copywriting, storytelling and social media. Find out more on our website inktankmedia.fi. While this podcast isn't an advertisement, we do occasionally interview representatives of companies we have a business relationship with. Thanks again for listening.